Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine 2023 was announced in October. We would like to talk about how to enjoy reading a scientific paper that led to the Nobel Prize. Using this approach, we will be able to learn how to read the paper in a field that we are not familiar with. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Foundational Skills in Life Sciences podcast. We discuss the skills that the life science scholars learn, use, and improve throughout the professional activities. Your benefit is expressed in my motto Learn the skills, enjoy academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Synaptologica. Synaptologica, or synaptology, is a study of synapses where a communication occurs between nerve cells. I'm a neuroscientist and a professor at a university in the United States. Today's episode We have started this reading mini series in the last episode, episode 7. Please enjoy listening to it if you have not done so. It was part one. We talked about two goals of our episodes. Our first goal is to read the milestone article and learn how an exciting new finding was reported in Laureate's own words. I view this as our short term goal of reading activities. Our second goal is to learn how to read a paper. I view this as our long term goal. Of reading activities. Today's episode is part two. I admit that the two goals of our episodes could be a little vague to you, so today we would like to go a little deeper and discuss why we want to do this reading activity before talking about the detailed contents in the following episodes. We will talk about four topics. First, we will talk about how the Nobel Prize laureates are selected. This will give us the idea. That the laureate's work is well appreciated across the scientific community. Second, we will describe what a milestone article is. In the last episode, we have defined a milestone article as the first paper that was written by the Nobel laureates and that eventually led to the Nobel Prize. Here, we will see more details of the definition. Third, we will talk about why we would want to read the milestone article by the Nobel laureates. There are at least two reasonable reasons. And lastly, we will talk about who will benefit from this reading activity. Specifically, we will ask whether this reading activity is good for anybody at any stage. Section 1 How the Nobel Prize laureates are selected. Let's talk about how the laureates are selected, because if we know the process, it will help us discuss today's episode. Mr. Alfred Nobel mentioned in his will who would be awarded the Nobel Prizes. He wrote that the prizes will be awarded annually quote, to those who, during the preceding year, have conferred the greatest benefit to humankind. Close quote. So the Nobel laureates did some important work. According to the official website, the laureates of the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine are selected each year in the following four steps. First, more than 3,000 invitations are sent to qualified professors and previous Nobel laureates across the world. They will nominate the candidates. Second, the Nobel Committee will invite international experts to evaluate those candidates. The Nobel Committee is composed of six professors in medical disciplines at Karolinska Institute in Stockholm, Sweden. Third, the Nobel Committee recommends some candidates to the Nobel Assembly. The Nobel Assembly is composed of 50 professors in medical disciplines at Karolinska Institute.
and fourth, the Nobel Assembly will vote and determine the laureates. By involving many experts at every step, the process of selecting the laureates will be fair and professional. So the collective judgment by many experts is the mechanism of laureate selection. There could have been a few mistakes in the selection process in the past, but overall, we can trust the Nobel Prize announcement. I trust the fair processes and fair judgments by a group of expert scientists. Section 2. What a Milestone Article Is The Milestone Article is the most important publication by the laureates. It started the groundbreaking work, often in series. If the laureates published more than one paper, their papers could include the ones that are not directly related to the work the Nobel Prize was awarded to. Then a milestone article is their first paper of the work that led to the Nobel Prize. As an example, let's talk about the work by the laureates this year, 2023. The laureates are Dr. Kariko and Dr. Weissman. According to the literature database PubMed, they jointly published 34 papers as of mid-November of 2023. The first paper was published in the year 2000, and the latest one was published in 2022. Our Milestone Article, or Milestone Article 1, is the 10th paper, and it was published in 2005. There are two more papers that are important along the same line of work with Milestone Article 1. Milestone Article 2 is the 13th paper out of 34, and it was published in 2008. Milestone Article 3 is the 14th paper, and it was published in 2010. As you can see, the Milestone Article this year is the 10th paper, and so it was not necessarily the very first paper among the joint publications. Then, were the nine papers before the Milestone Article 1 non-important? No, they must have contributed to the Milestone Article directly or indirectly. One scientist's work often has a common thread of thought processes, or a few threads, and many papers are related through those threads. Even if they are not visible to us when we read the titles of the papers, they will often become clear when we read those papers. The Milestone article represents a groundbreaking work by the Nobel laureates, but it could stand on the previous papers by them. Side note. I mentioned three papers out of 34 papers as Milestone Articles 1, 2, and 3. Then you might be wondering, if there is such a long list of publications, how do we decide which papers are important, which papers are the Milestone Articles, and which papers shall we read? Simply said, your question will be how I will judge them to be Milestone Articles. Actually, I am not going to judge them at all. You do not need to judge them either. There is only a single-step process for knowing the milestone article or articles. Starting in the following episode, I will show you what to do for reading the milestone article and how to do it step by step. There, I will tell you the single-step process for identifying the milestone articles. Interestingly and importantly, it does not require our judgments. Section 3 why it is good for us to read the Milestone article. When we read the Milestone article, we will experience many great things. 
From the Milestone article, we will learn the insights into the work of the laureates, including the motivations, what were known and unknown in the field at the time, the challenges that the Nobel laureates faced, and how they solved them. So a Milestone article is best suited for achieving our goals one and two. Our first goal was to learn how an exciting new finding was reported, and our second goal was to learn how to read a paper. We will discuss these great aspects of the Milestone article when we cover the details in later episodes. Here, I would like to list just two aspects of why it is good for us to read a Milestone article. They are not the impressive great aspects that we will talk about later. I would say they are conservative aspects, but they will help us when we start reading the paper because they will give us comfort and peace of mind. Section 3-1 Multiple Guaranteed Judgments In a milestone article, there are several items that are already guaranteed to be good, and we do not have to worry about them to start with. When we start reading any scientific paper, our heads or minds will be occupied by some questions throughout the reading activity. For example, you might be thinking about the following three questions. One, who are the authors? Are they reliable experts? Two, is there anything new in the paper? If we accept the fact that all primary research papers will report something new, then the question would be, is the novelty great? And three, is this an important paper in the field? In other words, is it worthwhile reading it and spending time on it? When we read any scientific paper, we might feel uneasy until we can formulate solid answers to these questions. To try getting the answers, we will read the paper many times. But even after reading the paper many times, it is still possible that we will not obtain the answers by ourselves. This is especially true when we are unfamiliar with the field or unfamiliar with the content of the paper. The good thing about the Milestone article of the Nobel laureates is that we can eliminate these uncertainties and uneasiness from the very start. We do not have to worry about them. Please recall from section 1 today about how the Nobel Prize laureates are selected. The selection process is based on the recommendations by many scientific experts in the world. Then the Nobel Committee and the Nobel Assembly selected the laureates based on those recommendations and evaluations. So all those experts already made the key judgments for us. What does this discussion mean for us? When we read the milestone article by the Nobel laureates, all the answers to many of those starting questions are yes automatically. Let's check the three questions again. One, who are the authors? Are they reliable experts? The answer is yes. The Nobel laureates must be reliable experts. They are not only reliable experts. They made a huge contribution to science. They have already made a part of the history of science. Two, is the novelty in the paper great? The answer is yes. The novelty was so great that it led to the Nobel Prize. And three, is this paper important enough so that it is worth reading it and spending time on it? The answer is yes. It is worthwhile reading it and spending time on it because the paper proved to be very important in the field. Did you notice 
that these questions are all related to judgments. Are the authors good? Is the paper's novelty great? Is the paper important? Experienced scientists will be able to make those judgments by themselves when they read papers in their fields. You will be able to judge the papers by yourself after much experience later. There is no need to worry about it now. When you start reading papers and trying to learn how to read papers, those questions and judgments are less important. The more important thing would be to focus on the structure of the paper, scientific contents, style of writing, and other features that you would like to learn for improving your reading skill. The good thing about reading the Milestone article is that these judgments have already been made by other expert scientists for you. The judgments are in the form of the Nobel Prize. We do not have to worry about them at all. This means that when we read the Milestone article, we can set the judgments aside. Instead of worrying about the judgments, we can focus on the contents of the paper. That is, we can focus on learning how to read scientific papers using the Milestone article as one of the best examples. There is a bonus related to the guaranteed judgments. As a starter, you will want to read a good paper. Actually, all of us want to read a good paper. The success rate of finding a good paper to read is much, much higher when you pick a Milestone article by Nobel laureates than when you pick a paper randomly. So overall, your time and effort will be best spent on the Milestone article because of the guaranteed judgments. Section 3-2, seeing the same format as other papers. The second good point that we want to discuss today is that the format of the Milestone article will be the same as the format of most of the other papers. By the format, I mean the structure or the organization of a paper. A primary research paper in life sciences will usually have the following 10 major sections. 1. Title. 2. Author names and author affiliations. 3. Abstract, or it can also be called summary. 4. Introduction. 5. Materials and methods, or methods, or experimental procedures. 6. Results. 7. Discussion. 8. References. 9. Figures with figure legends. And or 10. Tables with table legends. There can be some minor variations. For example, the materials and methods section could come after the discussion section. A paper could have only figures and no tables. Or a paper could have only tables and no figures. But even if so, the structural or organizational sections are basically the same. So, once you get used to the milestone article by the Nobel laureates, there will be no surprises when you read papers written by other authors. They are written in the same format or in a very similar format. Conversely, if you happen to have started reading papers written by other authors, there will be no surprises when you read the milestone article by the Nobel laureates because, again, they are written in the same format. This means that whatever you learn from this experience is applicable to reading most other papers. This is a relief. Again, it will give us peace of mind. Section 4. Whether this reading is good for anybody at any stage. 
So far, we have talked about the good aspects of reading the Milestone article, but we have not clearly talked about who we are and who will benefit from the reading. Then you might want to ask, is this reading good for students and life scientists at any stage? My answer is yes, I believe so. There are several reasons why I think this reading is good for us at any stage. Let's think about three stages. Section 4-1, good for you at the first stage. At the first stage, you have not read a scientific paper at all. You might have just started learning life sciences at school. For example, you are a high school student. Or you are exposed to life science training just to a small extent. For example, you are a college student. Then it is good for you to start reading good papers. You will want to know how a paper is written. That is, how a paper is structured and how the authors describe their ideas and thought processes and so on. In addition, it will be pure fun to see how the Nobel laureates reported their groundbreaking work that led to the Nobel Prize later. There is a good thing about my approach in these episodes. I designed my approach so that you can avoid the many mistakes that I made when I started reading a paper for the first time. Now that it is your first paper to read, I will say that it could be a little challenging. It is possible that you do not understand the content of the paper, even after reading it multiple times. That is okay. That is totally normal. Understanding the content fully is not the goal of my approach to learning how to read papers in these episodes. But after reading one milestone article, you will repeat the process and read multiple milestone articles. Slowly, you will become confident that you can read high-quality scientific papers. Slowly, you will acquire the skill of reading papers. Then, you will establish an excellent habit of reading papers. When you hear of a Nobel announcement in the future, you will want to read the Milestone article. When you hear of interesting scientific news in the future, you will want to read the source paper that led to the news. If you feel you want to read papers because you feel you have started understanding how to read papers, this is excellent. You have achieved our second goal, which is to learn how to read papers. Section 4-2, good for you at the second stage. At the second stage, you have already started reading scientific papers. You might be a graduate student working for a master's degree or a doctoral degree. You could also be a professional school student, like a student in a medical school, a dental school, and a pharmacy school. You have already started reading scientific papers, for example, because your university course requires you to do so. Or you are preparing for a comprehensive examination and for writing a research proposal or a fellowship proposal. You might be reading papers, but it is possible that you do not know yet where to pay attention to in the papers. You might not know, for example, how an exciting new finding is reported and how the new finding is contrasted with what was known or unknown before. Milestone article shows you a good example of how to do them. It is excellent if you feel you want to read papers because you want to pay attention to what was known before and what is new in the paper. It is excellent too 
if you want to emphasize the novelty in your research proposal or a fellowship proposal based on what you learned from Milestone article. You have achieved our first goal, which is to learn how an exciting new finding was reported in Laureate's own words. Section 4-3, good for you at the third stage. At the third stage, you have already read many scientific papers in your field. You have already achieved our two goals. I believe I am at this stage. What we would like to do is to choose papers from our unfamiliar fields and enjoy reading them. This way, we will refine our skill of reading papers. Especially, we will solidify our skill of searching for key information within the paper. Reading outside our comfortable fields will be helpful in many of our professional activities. I will list four examples. One, we will review written manuscripts that are submitted to scientific journals for a peer review. Often, the topic is close to our expertise, but just outside it. We might feel a need to read some papers to get a deeper understanding of the topic before writing a peer review report. Two, we will review grant proposals and fellowship proposals. Most often, the detailed topic of each proposal is outside of our fields, although all proposals should fall under a broad category of our expertise. Three, we will serve in thesis committees for graduate students. We will evaluate and discuss the student's research plan, content, progress, etc. Most thesis committees would fall under a broad category of our expertise, but there is also a time when the student's topic is outside of our fields. And four, we will write recommendation letters for our trainees. They could apply to graduate schools, professional schools, academic positions, and industrial companies. The people who evaluate those letters will most likely be outside our fields. We will adjust our letter writing style so that the evaluators can read and understand easily. Our prior experience of reading outside our fields will be helpful here. We will know what other scientists outside our fields tend to understand and not to understand. So overall, reading a paper written by Nobel laureates will have a huge beneficial effects on all of us at every stage. Section 5. Summary. Let's wrap up. Today's episode was part two. We have discussed four things. One, how the Nobel Prize laureates are selected. We learned that many scientists are involved in the selection process, so we can trust their collective judgments for the laureates. Two, what a milestone article is. You or I do not have to decide which paper will be the milestone article among the potentially many papers. We will not have to judge at all in the process that I'm going to demonstrate in the following episodes. Three, why it is good for us to read the milestone article. There were at least two reasons. First, the milestone article already received the guaranteed judgments from many expert scientists, so we do not have to worry about whether the paper is good or not or whether the authors are good or not. They're all good. Second, the Milestone article has the same format as other papers. So what we learn from the Milestone article can be easily applied to reading other papers. And four, 
whether this reading is good for anybody at any stage? My answer is yes. Reading a milestone article will be good for anybody at any of the three stages of reading experience. This is it for today. In the next episode, we will start discussing the practical details of how to read the milestone article step by step. Now, your action. Please send me an email. I would like to communicate with you about your comments, suggestions, and criticisms. Constructive ones, please. My email address is ideas at synoptologica.com. Thank you for joining me in today's episode of Foundational Skills in Life Sciences. I am Dr. Synoptologica. I am looking forward to connecting with you again. I'll see you soon. Bye for now.